Okay, well, I'm recording. I'm going to get a sip of beer here because I'm going to need to booze up to get through this. What time is it? Y'all move! It's time! To podcast. I almost dropped my own intro there. That was really bad. Hello, everyone. Two professionals here. Welcome to You Activated My Podcast, the weekly Yu-Gi-Oh! recap podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Jimmy. And this week we are talking about Season 1, Episode 6, First Duel. Jimmy, are you excited? I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I remember last week I told you that this was one of my favorite episodes of the season, and it remains that way. I love this episode. I liked it too, actually. Uh, let's start off, as we always do, uh, with, uh, well, I was about to say uh, news, but there's there's no news this week. Nothing new has happened in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> surprise, surprise. Disappointing. Um, do you have anything from the, the source material that you would like to... Uh, Yes, I do. Uh, I've been reading a little bit more. Nothing. There hasn't been any more dual monsters introduced. Really? But um, there was one instance where there's a kind of like an analog to Millennium Items. There's this other kid in school who has this ancient cursed uh, urn that has its own cards in it, I guess. And it's from ancient China, so I guess... The only thing people did in ancient civilizations was to sit around making objects to like trap souls and stuff in because back 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 up back up back up. Yes. He has a cursed urn. Yes. Strike one. Uh that has cards in it. Yes. Mixed in with the urn stuff. Mixed I... in with the normal contents of an urn. <laughs> I think the the Human. urn is otherwise empty except okay. for souls. Be- uh-huh. <laughs> because the per- the function of this urn is to eat people's souls if they lose at the card game stored within. <laughs> and so this kid shows up and um, brings it into Yugi's grandfather's shop, and he's like, "Hey, what's the deal with this weird ass urn? You know, you like weird ass ancient games." And he's uh-huh. like, "I do. Don't open that. It's cursed." Great. And he opens it, obviously. Of course. And um, he gets, like, possessed by... Well, he doesn't really get possessed. He was already, like, an evil kind of kid. Sure. But um, he challenges... He takes it to school, Uh and he steals the Millennium Puzzle, Uh and he challenges Yugi so he can then become the King of Shadows. Oh, okay. And and this is the first time I'm hearing King of Shadows. Is that different or similar to King of Games? Kind of the same. Okay. Uh, Because when Yugi... Uh, solved the Millennium Puzzle, he became the like the guardian of the shadows or whatever okay. um, of the shadow games. Uh-huh. And so he challenges Yugi. Sorry, Pepper just farted really bad. <laughs> my dog is, is currently going between the couch that we're sitting on and the chair that my girlfriend Lauren is sitting on. Oh, boy. Uh, and, uh, he was just in my lap, yeah. so I got the full brunt of he, this uh, blast. He just ate dinner, which was heavily salmon-based. Uh, um yeah joys of dog ownership everybody here we are like i don't want to derail the podcast but man these are the true shadow games (laughs) he's a real oh no this stays in this stays in (laughs) Uh, good boy pepper yeah he's a good boy 
Anyway, back to Shadow Games. Back to the important topics, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, it's this Chinese card game that involves like different power levels of dragon. And this kid somehow figured out the rules to this ancient game uh-huh. from 5,000 years ago uh-huh. without... Uh, I don't even I don't even know how you would begin to find out the rules to an ancient Chinese game. I mean, Google, obviously. Yeah. Shadow Google. Shadow Google. It's on the, it's on the dark web. Anyway, uh, it's not a terribly interesting uh, game because obviously Yugi wins. Sure. Um, he actually loses first, and then as his soul is getting sucked into this urn, uh-huh. he like reaches out and touches a Millennium Puzzle, and so then the Pharaoh is able to come out in his place, uh-huh. and then. Have a rematch for so his he, soul. He, yeah, so he gets like a second he's got, soul. Basically. Yeah, he's got yeah. two souls. That makes sense. Sure. And anyway, he wins, and this guy, uh, this kid, he, uh, his soul gets sucked into the urn, and Yugi just leaves him behind with his like just soulless as a soulless husk sitting there in school. Oh, the body stays. Oh, yeah. shoot. Okay. All right. Well, great. Good. But anyway. The reason I bring this up is because he has the greatest line I've read yet in the manga. Are you mm-hmm. ready for this? Yeah. Imori, here's your penalty game. Normally, I try to come up with something original, but now it's your turn to feed your soul to 25 ravenous dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I try to come up with something original. Yeah. He's like is actually talking about, hmm, what shall I do to punish these kids who lose to me in games? Uh-huh. But now it's just his turn to feed his soul to 25 ravenous dragons. You know, if, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand <laughs> times, now it's time to feed your soul to 25 <laughs> ravenous dragons. It's tried and true. It's, it's the old trope, I know, I know. It's, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying it lately, but it really <laughs> is time to feed your soul to 25 <laughs> ravenous dragons. Anyway, wow. that's what I have for you this week. That's amazing. Now, okay, so where – how many issues in is, is this point now? Oh, this is like at least two-thirds of the way through. Okay. There okay. was only one, like, I don't know, season? Sure. Uh, run, I guess, of okay. the manga that I've been able to get. And, um, yeah, this is pretty near the end. There's a couple more, and I, I think Dual Monsters will come back at some point, but – I'm I mean, not sure. maybe. Who yeah. knows at this point? They're kind of playing. Because otherwise, it's just Yugi it. and friends running around trapping people's souls and like Feeding leaving them. Souls, the 25 ravenous dragons. <laughs> the 25 ravenous dragons. It's very specific. Wow. Well, so, yeah. Th- thanks. That's wow. That's really special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could introduce you to feeding your soul to 25 ravenous dragons. Oh, man. I need to get that. Uh, Lawrence, since you're sitting right here, we need to make that a cross stitch. <laughs> It's time to feed your soul to 25 ravenous dragons. Yeah. Just yeah. Just have it a, n- a nice little uh, inscription hang on your wall. Yep. Yeah. You know, just, just something for the home. Um, <laughs> home is where you feed your soul to 25 rag- ravenous dragons. It's <laughs> uh, so it's specific. Like the number of dragons that are in this deck or something. I don't know. Who knows? Well, are you ready? I'm ready. It's time. To discuss the episode. Well, this week, we're talking about one of my favorite episodes of the season. Season 1, Episode 6, First Duel. Now, 
as we pointed out before we started recording, this is not the first duel in the show. They have no, dueled. There have been times. many duels. There have been many duels. So um, you may go into this thinking, hey, what are you trying to pull here? This isn't the full Everything first you duel. know is a lie. I'll, everything else was just practice. This is the first duel. But it's actually Joey's first official duel. Correct. Yes, his first ranked duel, if you will. Um, since you recapped the episode last week, I'll go ahead and recap it quickly and we'll get into our best and worst. Um, Joey, uh, is now determined at the start of this episode to have his first duel because he needs to become the champion in order to save his sister, who again is not dying as all of the dialogue in this episode will make you think she is just slowly going blind and will live a long and healthy life afterwards. Uh, Joey, uh, sets forth to start his first duel in this tournament and everyone gives him the wise advice to pick whoever looks the weakest because that means that he's more likely to win. And he goes, no, I'm just going to duel whoever I see first. And the person they see first is my Valentine. And my storms in and goes, I want to, to duel, uh, you know, a chump, a, a chump basically. Yeah. And she j- is just done. Uh, dueling another guy. She's won two duels in the time that it took Yugi to duel we- uh, Weevil. And so she yeah, goes... Yeah, she comes up to Yugi and she's like, how's your duels going? And he's like, good. And they're like, he's had one duel. <laughs> by you were there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. is, It's not even like she's won two duels in the time that it took Yugi to beat Weevil. She's won two duels since Yugi beat Weevil. In the time it took them to walk out of the forest. Yeah, she ran off ahead and then beat two guys in like I don't know, five minutes tops. Uh, and so she goes, I want to duel. And it looks like she's going to point at Yugi, but instead she points at Joey and goes, I'm going to duel Joey because Joey looks like a chump and I'm all about killing off the weakest. And I mean, smart move, smart move. Like my is really, I think the intelligent one here. Um, Taya, uh, it has maybe some of the best lines in this part. I can't remember any of them verbatim, but she essentially plays the uh, like the devil on the shoulder to both Yugi and Joey. And in each case where one of them is considering dueling Mai, she goes, do it, ruin her, wreck her, get her out of here, murder her. And like is really creepy, but she definitely hates Mai, and I, I kind of enjoy that part. Um, so Joey agrees to duel Mai, and... Uh, essentially instantly starts losing he plays a uh, warrior card and has a a a slight field bonus because the field is partially mountain and partially feet meadow is that right yeah it was part mountain part meadow and like 40 percent some other thing yeah it was it was he he essentially picked a place that he wanted a field bonus now that they know that that's a thing and he goes well this meadow will give my warrior monsters a field bonus and when they start the duel, the tournament arena comes up, and it's 40% meadow, 40% mountain, and 20%. I thought it was like 20% meadow and 40% the like wasteland or something. I don't know. It was, it was something. Anyway, it wasn't fully meadow, so he had to Forest, kind of— that's what it was. He, oh, thank you. He had to kind of figure that out, which took like 10 seconds. Uh, and uh, Mai plays a Harpy's Lady— and the warrior attacks the Harpy's Lady, and we learn a new rule. And that rule is that land-based creatures, so creatures that are on the, on the ground, have a disadvantage towards creatures that can fly. So uh, when he goes to attack, the Harpy's Lady flies upward, out of the way, dodging the attack, and then kills the warrior. 
Makes sense. Basic RTS rules. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, again, this is the first we're hearing about it, but apparently Yugi knew about it. So, I don't know. And didn't tell him. Yeah, it didn't tell Joey. So it's unclear whether this is like a new rule of Duelist Kingdom or if this is a rule that just nobody bothered to tell Joey about. Uh, So they begin to duel and Joey starts losing pretty badly because Mai is starting to do this thing where she uh, can predict what card is in her hand without looking at any of her cards. Uh, so she's playing this sort of like ESP psychic mind game by just blindly placing cards on the field and kicking ass with them. Uh, so Joey goes into this sort of panic where he's trying to figure out like, okay, how do I win here? And he starts really psyching himself out, being convinced that Mai has ESP. And uh, Yugi reminds him, no, like you can do this. Like you have all the right cards. Hint, hint. I gave them all to you. And Joey goes into his mind palace. There's no way she's using actual magic, even though I use actual magic all the time. Right, exactly. Yugi essentially says, you know, like, hey, no, you magic this isn't is still real, a except for my specific magic where I have <laughs> the soul of a pharaoh inhabiting me. Which he uses at one point during this conversation, I'm convinced, to speak psychically to Joey. Because there's a whole shot where he's, like, monologuing at Joey and his mouth doesn't move. So I don't know. So, you know, magic is real except for when it isn't. Who knows? It's Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, so Joey goes into his, like, mind palace and— Which it, is a blank void. Which is a blank void. And it's just a shot of Joey sort of spinning in nothingness thinking. And he is thinking about how he can beat these harpy cards. And as he's thinking, he becomes distracted by a smell. And it turns out that that smell is the smell of many different perfumes coming off of my Valentine's cards. And he learns, ah, she's not psychic. She's just using different perfumes on her cards so that she can smell which card it is. Again, none of these people are actually good. They're just cheating. They're just cheating. Uh, and so he uses that to determine that my must have mostly magic cards. Again, not really sure how that's related to the smell thing. Uh, which she calls her aroma technique, which is pretty pretty perfect. Uh, My aroma technique. <laughs> thanks, Weevil. Uh, <laughs> and, smells like bugs. And uh, he determines that if he knocks out the Harpies Lady, that she probably won't have many other monsters, if any, to defeat him with. So then he plays uh, the baby dragon card that Yugi gave him. And realizes, okay, well, this is a good start, but it's still not strong enough. What can I do? And then he remembers that Yugi also gave him the Time Wizard card, which would give him uh, an advantage here that's not really mentioned specifically yet. Uh, So he goes to reach for the card, and we spend easily the longest amount of time that has been spent on a card draw on the show yet, where he hesitates and he he wonders, what happens if I don't draw that card that I need? And Yugi tells him to believe in the heart of the cards, and of course he draws the right card and plays it instantly. Uh, and the Time Wizard turns the baby dragon wizard. into a thousand dragon, which is apparently how we calculate dragon in this universe, <laughs> and also makes the Harpy Lady uh, and the, the duplicates now that have uh, been created of Harpy's Lady uh, to become very old and weak. And so the uh, Thousand Dragon easily defeats them and then in turn defeats Mai. Uh, and it just 
basically advances game time. So the yeah. dragon grows up and then all the harpies turn into like super old grandmas. Yeah, which it again is a weird mechanic. It's a really weird mechanic and it isn't explained anywhere and it feels very specific and I feel like that's a lot of text to put on a card. Um but anyway, that's what happens and he defeats Mai and uh Mai loses a, a star token to Joey. Uh not all of them mind you. Like she's still in. She just loses the one token to Joey. And uh you know, they tell Mai that she is missing the point of being a true duelist and it's all about friendship and dueling for love and all these things. Uh, boring, 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 yada, yada, yada. And the episode ends on Joey kind of looking off into the, into the sunset being like, all right, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to win this tournament for my sister. Uh, here we go. And he's, you know, got his confidence yeah, back. Yeah, freeze frame. This episode might as well be called How Joey Got His Groove Back. Which, yeah. you know, yeah. Kinda or fits. How Joey Got His Groove in the First Place. How, <laughs> how Joey Acquired Groove. <laughs> Um, yeah, this episode, it, it really is one of my favorites, I think, because of that, that just the way that Joey gets his groove is so classically Joey, I think, in that it's him doing this very like Sherlock Holmes-esque, uh, mind palace scene where he's like studying all the angles and trying to figure it out and he's distracted by in his like new york accent yeah yeah and he's yeah monsters yeah (laughs) and he's trying to figure it out and he goes wait what's that smell (laughs) it was it was pepper it was pepper it was pepper (laughs) farting um and and part of it too is like i also really love that he recognizes that it's perfume and that it's 40 plus different perfumes simultaneously yeah how does he smell all these when he is on the complete opposite side of the field how does anyone smell them at all how can anyone determine that it's because in a in a Yu-Gi-Oh deck there's like what 30 to 50 cards something like that like how, how it, it why they should just all be blending together you're not gonna be like ah oh, yes i have a uh, dior for men <laughs> Uh, Chanel. My worked at uh, Sephora. She's like trained in this. I guess. I mean, that's <laughs> the only real explanation. Like maybe she's one of those people at Lush that's just like really up in arms when you wonder what the difference between these two lotions are. Um, but it, you know, it, 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 it's, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but I, I, I like that it was him explicitly getting distracted from his concentration that led to victory here Maya's actually the heir to the yankee candle fortune oh that would explain it so it so it's like she uh, knows every scent okay well so so give me what what are some what are some scents that would have been used in this episode um fresh deck fresh deck (laughs) fresh deck uh old books uh, yeah old books for sure um autumn leaves thousand dragon (laughs) oh what would thousand dragon smell like i'm picturing kind of like kind of like a burnt gym (laughs) (laughs) pennies that have been like you handled them a whole lot and then like leave them in a room for Mm. a very long time so they have that kind of coppery sort of yeah 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 i like that or like um like your your socks that you've had since like high school right or i don't know the your your oldest excuse me no, no no not you specifically but just like picture your oldest pair of socks and then that smell when they've been in the dryer for too long and they're just a little bit crispy <laughs> i can kind of see I that can, i don't know i don't know if she would use that on her cards no probably but. not but you would want like distinct smells yeah. right so i have to wonder like is it okay one smells like apples and one smells like bananas and one smells like 
Who knows? Thousand Dragon. Who knows? Again, doesn't matter because she loses. Uh, because the jig is up and uh, Joey no longer believes that she has ESP. And somehow that makes him better at the card game. Uh, how that works, I don't really know. Uh, but He believed in himself. He believed in himself. And I think that's the, that's the one true path to success here. Uh, if we've learned anything from our old friend Yugi. Jimmy, what was your favorite part of this episode? My favorite part was actually the duel. It was a huge improvement on the duel that was in the last couple of episodes. There was actually uh, a whole diff- bunch of different concepts. Mm-hmm. There yep. was the field bonus. There was the new flying versus ground units mechanic. Um, there was cheating involved. Um, there was time. Cheating. Non-magical cheating. Just run-of-the-mill smell cheating. Yeah. And uh, time magic. Yeah. Which is like completely out of left field. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, like this is one of the first times that we've seen a duel that both introduces new mechanics for the viewer and like progresses the plot forward, gives some character development, and is all contained in one episode. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Yeah. It's, it, it gives Unlike us... the last one, where we spent two whole episodes waiting for this giant bug to show yeah, up. exactly, exactly. So I think that's a really good contrast of like, oh, this is a way that you can show an entire duel and do story and have it be good all in... 20 minutes now i agree with you there for sure what was your best my best was the mind palace <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna say like that. mind palace and I, i'm trying to figure out a way to like illustrate this in a way that makes sense for our podcast listeners because it really is like if you if you watch like the bbc sherlock with uh bimley's newt cumberbatch um it does that thing where it like goes into uh, all of his memories and his thoughts and it's like these images flashing by it's that but it's all different shots of Joey. There's no cards. There's yeah. No there's like Joey diagram. in the foreground, and there's like another like spectral Joey in the background, like kind of kind of like a crossfaded Joey yeah. kind of swirling around. It's, it's very much like uh, you know that meme of um, is it clarinet kid, like the the kid in middle school who's in his like band uniform, oh, yeah. and holding his clarinet, and then sort of above that's him very to school the left, pictures sort of yeah is like a, is like a close up of him sort of looking up into the right. It's it's that but moving and it's just him in the foreground it's a it's a full body shot and it's him with his hands on a table and we don't see the table anymore so it's just him with his hands out and his palms flat spinning around while he's thinking and talking to himself and then he's distracted by the smell and it's literally the line is what's that smell <laughs> which i it's just i love that turnaround there and i think that that's maybe the best like that—that's one of the best examples of the humor of this show in a lot of ways. Uh, what was your worst? I'm trying to think. Uh, there wasn't a lot in this episode that I really like outright hated. Yeah. Um. Uh. On the contrary, I don't really like the Mind Palace. I thought it was just kind of silly. Okay. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Do you think it was like not uh, in keeping with the tone of the show, or like? I don't think Joey is the kind of guy to meditate, to like center yeah, himself exactly. to play the card exactly. game. Yeah. He's a lot more brash and impulsive. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so to throw him into this like void of thought is, is just kind of weird for his character. See, and I, I, liked, I liked that because it is weird for his character. And then his character comes out when he's like, what's that smell? <laughs> That's fair. What was That's your fair. worst? My worst, golly. Uh, you know, I think my worst is still just the idea that 
Yugi has to win these tournaments or win win these games to win the tournament to rescue his grandfather, uh, whose soul, again, to remind everyone, whose soul has been captured by a magical VHS tape that was sent to them by uh, 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 Maximilian Pegasus. And so Pegasus is keeping Grandpa's soul hostage unless Yugi can win. And if Yugi loses, Grandpa's soul is forever lost. Joey, conversely, is playing because his little sister, uh, uh, Serenity, is going to undergo a surgery uh, or may be able to undergo a surgery that will save her eyesight, Uh, which, I mean, is very serious. Like, yeah, if, if there were a way that I could help someone keep their eyesight, I would go for it. But I don't know that that's necessarily more important than someone's eternal soul. <laughs> and I, I really just dislike that they keep playing up. They had, they had not only a flashback to the videotape. They had a very long enjoyed, flashback. They had a very long flashback of them as kids hanging out at the beach and like her telling him over and over again how great of an older brother he is. Which again, all serve to feel like she's dying. And even in the videotape, like, there's a videotape that, that she sends Joey just to say hi, and she goes... As just, you do. You know, just didn't want you to forget your little sister's face. Uh, looks like I'm running out of time, is the line that she says. <laughs> What's that? She, well, she says, you know, you shouldn't forget your sister's face, and she does keep running out of time. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Lauren's making the, the great point, because I don't know if I don't know if we're picking you up on the microphone. Probably So not. Lauren's making the really good point of... Serenity is saying it as though Joey is the one that's going to go blind. Like, do, you know, wanted to see, <laughs> wanted to let you see my face one last time before you go blind. No, no, no. It's Serenity going blind. So she's, even she's missing the point here. Yeah. If anyone should be sending a videotape of their face, it's Joey. You should be sending right. a tape to her or yeah. just go visit her in the hospital. Yeah. Just the fucking, eyeball yeah. hospital. Does she even know that he's doing this at this point? Probably not. We have no indication that he's written back. <laughs> Some great older brother he turned out to be. I don't know. Go get a VHS tape, Joey. Yeah, just like everybody else in this world. VHS tapes just run amok. <laughs> just set up a camcorder. Yeah, you know, as you do. Again, perfectly normal. So, yeah, so I don't know. I I really dislike this thing that they're doing with Serenity where they keep playing it up like she's going to die. And she's definitely not. Like, like we... Mm, I get that losing your eyesight is blind, but... It's bad. It's it bad. is very bad, but... It's not as important as your soul is going to be stolen away yeah, and, I, and whatever Pegasus does with souls. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Keeps just, it, he just hangs keeps on, it on his videotape. Keeps just him, on his shelf. Keeps him in his urn with his 25 ravenous dragons. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I feel like and we because we meet Serenity and she becomes like an actual, you know, recurring character in the show later on. And I feel like if somebody were to sit down and be like, hey, Serenity, like. Things are weird right now. Joey has this opportunity that Yugi is giving him to win a tournament that may help you keep your eyesight. However, in order to do that, he will have to defeat Yugi in a duel. And if Yugi loses, then his grandfather's soul is forever stuck in the shadow realm. Uh, I feel like trying to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Let me go. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Like... We can get money from other sources. It doesn't have to be yeah. a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. We have all sorts of options. We can do a fundraiser. We could do a bake sale. <laughs> you could win literally any other tournament that's Go being put me. on. Yeah, but let's do a Kickstarter. Can you imagine if someone actually was trying to raise money through a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament? That'd be really sad and weird. That. If anyone's done that, we should look into that. 
That'd be good research for next week. That'd be really good research. Well, uh, if you are listening, you should go to our website, uh, which is uh, currently at welcometoflavor.town slash Y-A-M-P. That's not a mouthful at all. No, not at all. Or tyler.games slash Y-A-M-P. And you can leave a comment on any of our episodes. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. Uh, smash that like button. Uh, Jimmy, do you have any uh, closing words about this episode? It's time to feed your soul to 25 Ravenous <laughs> Dragons. Uh, all right. Well, we should I close I can't up. I do it with a straight face. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, should, we should close out here. I'm, I'm trying to pull up the name of the next episode so I know what we're going to watch next. Um Oh, I remember this. Uh, come on, come on, come on. Okay, so the next episode is season one, episode seven. It's Attack from the Deep. Attack from the Deep. Uh, and we are going to revisit one of your favorite cameos from a few episodes back, and that is Mako Tsunami. <laughs> the fish guy. The I wonder who guy. they're going to fight. Yep, the fish guy. In this guy. entirely fish-themed episode. Uh, I'm very excited for this because Mako Tsunami definitely has a card that looks just like Mako Tsunami. <laughs> So we're going to talk all about that next week. Uh, in the meantime, it's time to end the episode. It's time to f- 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 feed your soul to 25 ravenous dragons. All right, and we're done. Bye. Bye.